1: Or do you really know what you're talking about? Time Lash, then, a story which um, has quite a reputation amongst the fans. What was your uh, uh, stance on it, Ian, when it first came out and over the years? And how is it now, now you've watched it for your podcasting?
0: I, I, when it first came out, I couldn't really understand the vitriol poured on it. Because, yeah, you're right, it, it was always classed as bottom of the pole... Some people were saying it was the worst story ever, and I, I always thought it seems all right. It's a little bit overacted in places, you yeah, know, no names, no back drill. Um, but I thought it, it sort of stood up okay. It's you know, it did the job, um, and that's been my view. It's never been one—I've watched it a few times, but it's never been one. If I fancy Colin Baker, I'm not going to go. Do you know what I fancy? Time Lash. But having said that, just just rewatched it. And uh I it has got issues which I'm sure we'll get to and there's one major issue of course and it has got um, Eric Saywood's fingerprints all over it but I, th- I still maintain that it's a it's a very watchable workable little story all right. um, it hang it sort of hangs together um, but it does have a big issue <laughs> um, which we'll get to. Yeah, we'll, the end.
1: we'll go through it bit by bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> me, personally, um, I think I had taped this off the TV when yeah. it first came out because watching it, and of course this is one I've had to buy because I didn't own it on DVD. Um, I think I watched it upon transmission and taped it because when I started watching the first episode, I remembered it, it's another one of these things where as soon as dialogue is being spoken yeah. i know like what they're just memory, about yeah, to yeah. say yes yes yeah. it's like
0: driving a car as soon as you get back in one even if you haven't driven for a while yeah i find that if you're used to the soundtrack it's suddenly boom and it's back in your head
1: yes it is um weird. so there's that so i know i've watched it multiple times at least the beginning Right, because as we got about, I don't know, maybe after the first episode, I didn't remember any of it at all. And some of the things I wrote them down as they happened came as complete surprises to me, right? And I think, I think, I don't know, but I think I I recorded it off the TV because, um, you know, hey, it's got Avon in it. Um, And I wanted to like it because it's Doctor Who. And of course, you've used change over the years because back then, I don't think I was used to being... I, I didn't have the years of being disappointed with Doctor Who that I have now. No. So so when you do get something that, you know, in your mind back then, fails on every level, you know, you don't really want to go back to it. So I think, I think I've definitely seen episode one. I don't think I've watched any of the rest of it. And all I know of Time Lash is its terrible reputation. reputation. And... The demise of Mister Darrow, because it is routinely shown as yeah. pathetic effects in Doctor Who. You always have his little death there, don't yeah. you? Um,
0: Which is, is weird because, on the whole, the effects in this one are okay. There's a couple of couple of dodgy ones, um, but yeah, they always show this as if it's the the height of of rubbish
1: tv yes and, and that's the reputation <laughs> yeah. and that's all i know it from so yeah. so sitting down and watching you know the rest of it with all the baggage that i know it's got over the years and how yeah some fans completely trash it, it is the worst doctor whoever and everything I was very pleasantly surprised in that it is certainly not as bad as some of the f- ones we've already covered, you know, like the yeah. Twin Dilemma, um, you know, I thought was worse and had more objectionable things in it. Apart from a couple of things, I don't think it's a bad story at all. Um, no,
0: I, I, I think it, it holds up. let say there's... Yeah, we know the budget has gone by this point. I think all the problems with the story aren't really problems with the story. I think... Like I say, almost everything I have against this has the heavy hands of Mr. Soward on it mm. rather than, I think, the actual writer. Glenn McCoy, is it? Uh, McCoy? It's in my behind-the-scenes, yeah.
1: but I don't have that bit yeah. with me right um, now.
0: So so there's there's lots of Eric Sayward-style, everything's got a name. You mm. can't just have a crystal. It's a blah-blah-blah crystal. Or, and there's one, one particular scene where they're... They're doing some techno babble, and it's like a whole sentence of just made-up, incomprehensible names. It's like, what is, what the hell? This is, this is what Eric saywood thinks is hard-hitting dialogue. Um, but having said that, I think it's the most doctorish performance from Colin. Certainly in season twenty-two, I think he became much more. The, the typical idea of what the Doctor should be in Season 23, and this is sort of the start of it. Um, so it's a great, great Colin Baker performance. Um, Perry's sort of... For for a third of the runtime Perry's really good, and then it's like they don't know what to do with her.
1: Oh, they get rid of her. that so poor that's girl. That's a
0: big... Yeah, the poor, poor Perry. Everyone that she meets just wants to breed with her. <laughs> it's very strange. Um... But other, like I say other than that, it's a, it's a good story. there's some good guest acting. Paul Darrow this time, I don't know why it was, whether it's because we've recently heavily watched season four of Blake Seven, but he didn't seem that hammy to me, not I, I remembered it as being outrageously you know Shakespearean type ah, over the top lovely. Mm. And it's not. It's sort of season four Paul Darrow.
1: Do you, do you think it is what people accuse him of, of the, you know, he wasn't happy with the way Colin Baker hammed it right up as Babe and the Butcher, therefore I'm going to pay him back and do the same, guesting on his show? Yeah.
0: Then I think that that's probably more of a story that they tell afterwards, because I think he's, he's professional enough that that wouldn't be the case, at least I hope it wouldn't be the case, that he would self-sabotage a production to get back at it. And, and they seem to be mates. They seem to be old mates. So we had, I don't know. But had I not seen season four, if, if season four of Blake 7 didn't exist and we only had seasons one to three, and then we had this, I would I could go along with that and say, bloody hell, yeah, what's he doing?
1: Mm. He's,
0: he's, he's sending on. But I don't think this is any worse than most of season four where he was playing Avon. So, All right. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what changed with Paul
1: Darrow. Well, I have seen that you know uh, John Nathan Turner wanted him to play uh, Tekka as Avon, yep. and Paul Darrow's like, no, I've done that, yep. and I would rather do Richard the Third, play him like oh, Richard the Third, definitely
0: some Richard the yeah. Third.
1: So I think that's what he's doing. He's doing a pastiche of Laurence Olivier as Richard the yep. Third. You know, I, I, I think the wig. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, gave tell. him the idea as well, didn't it? Yeah.
0: And, uh, when he came on and said, that's not his hair, is it? Like, I hope not. <laughs> not no, I hope not. Um, yeah, I don't think he's anywhere near as bad. I think this is going to be the epitaph for this one. Isn't it? It's not as bad as people say. Um, I don't think he's as bad as people say in this. And I I sort of enjoyed his performance. I think there's a couple of, a couple of scenes where, realistically, the director should have said, Tone it down a bit, Lovey. You know, mm. <laughs> let's go again. But we know that they just didn't tend to go again unless someone completely flubbed something. Um, so yeah, it's and also at the time the androids were hated. It was like this is this is tomfoolery cartoon level. I thought they were. I quite enjoyed the androids. Oh, I've got to disagree.
1: No, they yeah, they, they really they, annoyed you know,
0: me. I, I thought they was all right. I you know the voices were stupid to start with and then you sort of get used to them um, I wasn't sure about the Gardaliers wearing beekeeping hats or as Anne said, they've all got wax on their heads it's like, yeah, oh dear um, but, yeah I, I, I think that there's lots and lots of things wrong with this story but like I say, not necessarily it's more like, it's not, if you're, if you're a fan there's things in this that you'll, you'll go what? Um, but for average viewer i could see i could see the average viewer enjoying this much more than a lot of doctor
1: who well i must say i enjoyed it far more yeah. than i thought i was going to and yeah, you I had a lovely yeah time. yeah you said it's a good colin baker doctor yeah. story there is one moment and uh, i'll tell you what it is when we arrive at it but there is one moment with colin baker that was babe and the butcher brilliance because basically it's babe and the butcher in front of me and i swear yeah. i i had to rewind it and play that like five seconds like ten times before i could move on and it made me chuckle every time but I'll, I'll point that out oh, when we get interesting
0: there. To hear what, what yeah
1: mind. all right i want it as a meme i want it as a little gif yeah. you know i really do <laughs> all right so shall we start on this story then yes. all right ah welcome back doctor oh, and I'm so pleased to see you again Vina. have you got the amulet?
0: where's the borad? I demand to see him. impossible. no borad no amulet. come along doctor hand over the amulet or I shall be obliged to retrieve it by force. do you realize with whom you're dealing? your bravado is all very well but it won't do much to help your assistant
1: Perry. I would hate to have to have her put to death. Oh. Good. Now, stop this madness, Tekka. You cannot hope to defeat a Time Lord. Run up.
0: Prepare the Time Lash. Where's Perry? You promised a safe return. Ah, yes. Well, you shouldn't believe everything that people tell you, Doctor. You gave me your word, you microcephalic apostate. I demand to see the Borad immediately. Admit defeat, Doctor. Never!
1: (laughs) The stories I've heard about you. The great Doctor, all-knowing and all-powerful. You're about as powerful as a burnt-out android. (laughs) Our ruler has finished with you, once and for all. We can't do this, Tess. Shut up, or you'll be joining him.
0: You're as warped as your dictator, friend. Save your breath for the time-lash, Doctor. Most people depart
1: with a scream. The vortex is ready, Maiden. Dispatch the Doctor first. Well, it's funny how the star is an echo of the beginning of Planet of Evil because the companion is berating the Doctor for being lost. It's almost beat for beat exactly what Sarah Jane was doing with the fourth Doctor.
0: Yes, they... um... Perry's uh, moaning a bit at the doctor because yeah they're lost, um, and uh, she wants to go on holiday. Or hmm. well, the doctor wants to take her on holiday, which was again a very, very third and fourth doctor with Sarah Jane in it. It's like, I'm going to take you on holiday. Yeah. Um, and this this initial TARDIS scene, I thought had some some really good dialogue in it. So it, you got the feeling, although they're still snipping, you get the feeling at this point. They are friends.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. It, I, I enjoyed this TARDIS this scene.
1: Yeah, and it's um, nice to see Perry out of the shorts and lycra. Oh, don't, don't. For once. I mean,
0: you know, I, I, you know, my feelings on Perry. Um, but doesn't the character come across as much more serious and, and likable when the the outfits are not so over sexualised
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is a shame because she spends most of uh, one episode yeah. just chained up, uh, being menaced by a monster. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's um because there's a there's a big backlash, isn't there, in the Star Wars fandom and circles about Slave Leia and um, yeah, yeah, Leia. and um, that age shouldn't be called Slave Leia. Yeah.
1: Well, Boba Fett's ship can't method. be called that anymore, no, can it? Like it like you know,
0: slave
1: now. No. no. Yeah. Um, so,
0: God knows what they would make of this one. Yeah. this <laughs> the only op- she's up, chained up is for the purpose of mutating her into something more desirable to have sex with. Into a it's big willy, bizarre. yeah. Yeah, um, big willy <clears throat> with
1: tooth. This opening scene, I don't like the direction of it, because um, I notice that they're talking to each other, but they keep turning and facing the camera as they're talking, you know, which isn't natural. Um, no. I, I, I don't know if both actors wanted, you know, um, you know, they didn't want to be in profile or what, but they kept doing it, and I really noticed it. Um, and the other yeah, thing, the, after you. Uh,
0: I was just going to say, yeah, film, filming in the TARDIS, it's such a boring place to film, isn't it? It's so, you're so limited in shots. Mm. But you're right, this one is, in fact, there's quite a few, I don't know who the director was on this one. I should have written it down. Um, there's quite a few sort of very weird angled shots in this. Yeah. You know, like later, later on when we get the ball out and that, and it's like, what, why are they shooting it like
1: this? Mm. mm. The bit, this is the bit that I remember remembering, um, yeah. from back then, which is not liking Colin Baker's, the whole, uh, bad thing, where he just keeps, uh... Bad? Bad. bad. Just, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I love
0: it. He just leaves it a beat, you know, and it's like bad!
1: No, I didn't I, like I, it. I yeah. didn't like it then. I can remember not liking it then. Um, but uh, it's alright now, I suppose. Yeah,
0: it's. I mean, it's part of his character. I I quite like, I mean, I'm, I'm not entirely sure Colin Baker could do anything wrong in my book, but I quite like his this triple, I know the fans seem to hate it, the, the, the triple word play. You know, say it once, say it louder, several beats, say it very loud. Yeah. And he do, he does it quite a few times, but yeah, I, I don't mind it. I think it's part of his character. I just I just wish at this point they didn't feel the need that they've got to have them bickering to start stuff off. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just, just have them talking.
1: Yeah, just have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so we cut away to a nice model shot of a citadel on a planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, where- a good model. Yeah, well we've got three rebels there. A lot of these people in this story I recognize from other things. Yes. I don't know their names but I know their faces, you know. Yeah,
0: there's, there's a lot of very, very good stock BBC actors that appear in everything, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah, you, I was doing that throughout and Anne was as well. I was like, who's that? We know him, don't we? Yeah. But of yeah. course
1: this is a long time ago now yes. um, and, yeah. and yeah, they were much younger. Um, and these three, three Rebels, they're mentioning uh, the Borad, we hear about yep. the Borad, and also that there's a thing called a Time Lash, which is a punishment, it is the Time Lash.
0: Yeah, this, this is a, um, an initial exposition scene, isn't it? This One thing this does suffer from, and I think a lot of stories of this era did, and it got a bit of a reputation, is the running up and down corridors. Mm-hmm. Acting, isn't it? And um and this does suffer from that a bit. And like this first scene is pure corridor running. Um but it, it's also weird as well. I mean it is a plot point later on, but it is weird. You sort of look at it and go, God, it's a bit drab, isn't it? Mm. But of course, later on where it's explained why it's so drab. I don't know whether that was put in as a a clever thing or whether that the like the writers looked and went, Oh god, they've painted everything
1: beige. <laughs> Yeah, it might be a bit of both. You never know. It might be a bit of both. Um, So we go back to the TARDIS, and, oh dear God, we have this thing called a Contron Tunnel. Contron Tunnel, yeah. And I really wish we had started up a crap video effect tally for this show, because that could uh, be the worst.
0: It is like something off the top of the pops, isn't it? It's
1: It's too... I
0: I think it's sub-adventure game. Yeah. Isn't it? It's not... It's not good. This this little this whole little scene i mean if there's one thing wrong with this story is that there's not enough story for the time and we, we find out later on that like halfway through episode 2 the story ends mm-hmm. and there's no more and they have to invent and a lot of this early stuff is pure filler like this let, let's get out these seatbelts and spend a lot of time Harnessing ourselves to the TARDIS only for 30 seconds later to take them all off again. Yeah Um, I'm not sure it adds anything to it other than padding the running time.
1: I think that's all it is. is,
0: Yeah Why is the TARDIS got hooks underneath that you can attach?
1: (laughs) That's convenient, isn't it? For your your straps. Yeah, what I do like in it I mean, that's a terrible video effect But what I do like is we get a nice nod back because Perry says Yeah, didn't the Daleks have one of those? Right? Yeah, how does she know? The doctor's been telling her stories. It must so. be the doctor's been telling sit, her
0: stories. They sit around at night. And he goes, "Pull up a chair, Perry. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to tell you a tale of when I fought the dark."
1: Yeah, in much the same way yeah. that later on she recognises a photo of Joe yeah. Grant. You know, yeah,
0: I do. I do like this. This, this subtle tie-in back to things. because I like it when she says, "No, I don't. I've never met her, but I've seen photos of her. It's Joe Grant." And it's like brilliant. That's that's. That's, that's yep, yeah, you don't, don't need any are. more
1: than that, do you? That's that's yeah. fine.
0: Um, and again, I'd, I'd, it'd be nice to find out whether that was in the original story or whether the whole previous Doctor thing was
1: a uh, ah. Wait for behind into. the scenes. Ah, okay, I okay. have information. Yeah. Um, and before we go back to uh, you know that Citadel, um, yeah. we find out this this time tunnel corridor yeah. thing is connected to Earth in 1179, which you know, that's that, that, that's going to be paid off at the end of yes. episode 2 isn't it yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we go back to the Citadel and then we have one of these androids that I, I don't like I don't, I don't like his silly voice um, I don't like how the actor sometimes is trying to do robotic yeah. moves and sometimes either yeah. forgets or he can't do them um, yeah,
0: so sometimes he's definitely doing the robot, and, he, and he's, yeah, and then other times, yeah, he's just moving normally. I I, I quite like that they've tried to do something different, um, but I'm not entirely sure why you needed an android in this anywhere anyway.
1: But even if you it's, do need an android, why do you give it a blue face? I don't know. I what
0: mean, th- you, you just throw in a couple of lines, don't you? Perry says to the doctor, why has it got a blue face? Oh, in, the, in this society, they want to differentiate between... They don't want him to be
1: too human. Yeah, that would would be a brilliant line,
0: yeah. And we've got plenty of time that we could do this with. Yeah. um, I I would have put something like that in it. But it, it does feel, again, that like someone wandered in dressed as that android and said, look what I can do. And they went... I'm going to get you in this episode
1: let's get him in yeah you know
0: and the right the writers there at the back going, there's no android i am not putting
1: any android shut up in he goes <laughs> he's got yeah a blue face yes everyone
0: loves a blue face
1: i like the way when he 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 shoots one of the rebels with this crap video effect and and yeah. the the guy playing the android goes to like holster his gun but he hasn't got a holster but he, he makes the holster, no. he, he makes the motion as yeah. if he's going to holster it which you that, can't. That
0: strikes, yeah. That strikes me as uh, rehearsal. That didn't know what the costume was going to be like, so he's rehearsed it. And it's like, but but when you change it, mm. you know, or yeah. you know, it, just hold on to it. Um, yeah, and and mention the uh, the video effects, the the rage She goes, that's not very good, is it? And I sort of explained it how they did it, and I, and uh, yeah, it's not, it's not the greatest of of laser effects in this
1: one. No, no. And and then we get another not very good effect because, yeah, one of the Rebels is taken to the Bor- Borad, who we yeah. don't see. We just see this, like, jewel-encrusted throne. I don't know why he's got a jewel-encrusted throne. He's, he's an ex-scientist. Um, but uh, we don't see him as she's dispatched through the time lash. Yeah. This, like, this oddity of a, of a portal um, which you kind of, like, have to step up to and lean into to actually go into it
0: yeah you, you sort of you sort of wonder what was the original purpose of this timelash because it's a t- it's a crontron tunnel yes so someone's built this and weirdly it's linked to 1179 or 1175 ad scotland
1: why um, But w-
0: yeah i don't know why but why um what was it used for
1: getting rid I, of people i, I suppose
0: well, I I wonder if it was they built it as like a, a way of getting rid of rubbish, you know, <laughs> just dump stuff into it. Scotland's gradually filling up of landfill because they keep <laughs> dumping their rubbish in it. Um, yeah, we, one thing I'll say about the Borad though, um, the because we don't see him, the, this this set that he's in is too small for what they want to do with it. Because there's several scenes where people walk in. I know what you're going to say. And don't notice him. And is he's there. Him? Yeah. Uh, even
1: if you don't Just notice your that head he's around, yeah, yeah. Even if you don't notice that he's on that throne, it's a jewel-encrusted throne. But nobody yeah. looks at the throne They're twice.
0: Oh, what's this? What's this sparkly mode?
1: thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, um, that, his that voice is really is great, same. though. Yeah, it's a great voice. Really yeah, good
0: voice. Um, and also, I, I, I really, I'd forgotten completely that. Um, uh, oh, what's his name is it Dennis Carey the
1: yeah Dockery uh, yeah Dockery uh, was in
0: it
1: yeah um, I didn't know
0: yeah I would completely forgot he's brilliant it's like oh, I want to see more
1: Dockery yeah but before that right we have a, a, a scene with all these beige people and we find out there's resentment yes. against the Borad who's busy with his time experiments rather than dealing with the threat of the bandrills. the
0: bandrills. Yeah, yeah they're
1: just spoken about we don't see a bandrill yet and um, oh, yeah good, um, good thing as well. Yeah before we get to my notes where I go dockily, um, yep. I in comes Tekka, right? Yes. And I've written down I never knew anyone could clap over the top. and he yeah, is he, 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 he is, is he's
0: already up to eleven on the, yes uh, yeah the Campometer isn't he? Um, this this whole thing is very very Shakespearean Roman Senate, isn't it this scene. Um, we, I, I don't understand though, cause you've got, you've got Malin, who's the leader and at the, at, at this point he's still alive. So Tekka's not Malin. So you've got this other Malin.
1: Malin Rennis.
0: Rennis, Um, and they, they've got this set that's obviously meant to be like a Senate set. So the leader sits down and then people sit in front of him between him and what well, he's talking. It's like, what, what, what's going on? Why is that the case?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When,
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't understand that. Um, but yeah, you you get a, a bit of exposition, and it's um, you like know, say, it's not none of it's groundbreaking stuff. But it's it's serviceable, uh, you know, to, to sort of start the mystery of um, we all think this guy is benevolent and helping us, but the population thinks he's a, he's dangerous mm-hmm. and he's not a good ruler. What's going on? Yep. Um, vague, vaguely, vaguely sort of fascistic society, but not really. Mm. Um, most people seem to be okay and happy but yeah like say so then um, then Tacker walks in and he does the most camp clapping
1: camp clapping <laughs> I mean this is when that judgement is being passed on, yes. on, on the other two rebels and it's the time lash for them and one of them tries running for it and old oh, Paul Darrow he does one of his you know season 4 Avon ineffectual karate chops on him yes. one of those things that would never work on anybody and, no, and they then just look
0: at you and go, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, and then activates the sparkly Time Lash pyramid yes. thingy. Um,
0: the, the Time Lash got a huge amount of um, stick at the time. It got a lot of lashing, I suppose, at the time.
1: Time Lash um, lashing.
0: Time Lash the lash. lash. Hmm. Uh, and it doesn't look great. But I can't, I can't really hold not having enough budget for an effect against Doc Who, really. Not in classic, because you'd you'd give up if that was the case. When you'd get mm. about, you'd get about two episodes into William Hartnell, where you go, "Ah, oh, not watching this anymore." Yeah. Um, so I, I'm okay with it. I mean, it's nothing compared to when we see inside it. Oh, that's boy. when the budget really runs out. That's that's when um, uh, DVDs don't help a story.
1: No, it becomes <laughs> well, Santa's the, grotto yes. or something, well, doesn't fact,
0: it? It's the fact that you can see the duct tape holding the. Uh, Polystyrene nodules together, yeah, yeah. And, and, it's like, and you know, not, and, and not great,
1: and the undisguised silver tinsel, yeah, everywhere. Tinsel.
0: I, I get the feeling that they probably wanted to do some sort of video effect overlay on it and just never either didn't have the money or gave up. Um, we also in this scene we find out we're on the planet Carfell, don't
1: we? Mm, yes, yeah, um, yeah. Um, and is that that point that's when Dockley appears, yeah, um, on the screen, oh, he, yes.
0: I was going to say, have, have they thrown... Because one thing that I will give Paul Darrow, other than the fact that we love him, but one thing I'll give him that he's better than anyone else in this story, possibly apart from Colin Baker, of operating fake controls. <laughs> you can see that he's had a lot of practice doing that. Because when he goes and switches the time lash brilliant, that's a great bit of acting. And it sounds really stupid, but most Doctor Who actors can't operate fake
1: controls a lot of the blake seven ones couldn't a lot of you blake know seven
0: couldn't. we said but didn't we the amount of times you hand,
1: that yeah. yeah the way you activate the teleport on the liberator yeah. changed according to each actor and how exactly, good they yeah. were at it yeah yeah all right well so yeah dockerly appears yes, as i say dockerly yeah. and and i'm very surprised I'm, i was surprised he was in it and i'm also more surprised i mean this was made in what 84 Somewhere around yeah. that time, wasn't it? Um,
0: 8485.
1: Yeah. yeah, but but Dockerley's episode must have been about 79. So this is at least five years later on, and he looks exactly yeah. the same. Yeah.
0: We did, uh, he did Shard around the same time as yeah. Dockerley, didn't he? And yeah, he's not changed a job. No. Um, and he said, uh, You just want to go and cuddle him, don't you? He's yeah. Such a, if, and this this again had very shades of macro terror to me, where you've got this on screen figurehead and that. And if you're going to pick someone to put a, a nice face on your fascist empire, I'd pick Dockery.
1: Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Who's going
0: to argue with him?
1: <laughs> Not me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but all that arguing, we learn from all the arguing that is going on, that the Borad has forbidden all mirrors. No mirrors yes. are allowed in the place. This is why everything is dull. Even the goblets that Perry drinks yeah. from are just like grey. Uh, with yeah, no it's reflections. it's quite, quite, quite a
0: nice clever idea. They do, They sort of... It, it comes back right at the end, but not in a... It's not the aha moment that you think it, or they thought it should be. But yeah, it's quite quite a clever idea. And like I say, it does cover up nicely that the sets are so boring and drab.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah.
0: You know, because that, that's what you're thinking. And then you go, ah, okay, there's a reason for that.
1: Yeah. Right. The, we get our first view of the Borad then. A very alien, long-fingered hand. Yes. Which is really well done, except it's it's too bendy. Uh, there's no joints in those fingers at all, is yeah, there?
0: The, whenever they do longer fingers on a, on a creature design, unless they've got some good animatronic type things, yeah, it never... It always bends up at the ends. Yes. And this is this is the case with this, but it's it's really nice. It's nice. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Especially just for this <coughs> you know, this period in Doc Two as well.
1: It's, yeah, yeah. It's and it's only good. one hand, isn't it? Because he's like yes. stroking his other hand, his normal hand yeah. with it. We're still not seeing what he's uh, uh, looking at, but he's eavesdropping on mailing. Yeah. Um. But uh, it,
0: it's quite it's quite nice, isn't it? Because we it's that I, I really like this scene with the the head rebel and the, the current mailing and he follows him into the uh, the power terminal. Um, and he sort of says it, it's weird knowing that no one's listening to us. Yes, because this is the only place on the planet where that you're not under 24 hour surveillance and it's because the power signal disrupts recording devices or something like that. Um, but we find out later that the bullhead has got a way around this. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really nice. This whole scene is, I think, really nicely done. It's exposition, but it's done in an interesting way. When, when uh, the mail is ordered to divert all auxiliary power, and they sort of say, well, your wife's on, in the hospital on life support, and she will die, and all the people in the hospital will die. That's a really savage idea. And I, I don't think they quite play it up enough.
1: No, no, because that's almost um, dropped immediately. Well, he's almost yeah. dropped immediately because, you know, he's yeah, sent for, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, the blue android tells him he's got to go and see the Borad. Um, again, we see bits of him, uh, but with Dockley's voice, uh, which changes when the, the Borad's chair turns around and he reveals himself to Rennis. Um, you know, his voice changes, and we, then we get the terrible death. Of, yeah. of Rennes. which, again, we should have had a tally for worst deaths <laughs> in Doctor Who. Because this this is shocking. I'm, the worst bit is, you know, you cut to a skeleton falling to the floor. That's the worst bit. It's the skeleton yeah. dropping on the floor, isn't it? Well, it's it? also,
0: it's the thud it makes. Yeah. You know, put, at least put a, a squelchy sound effect over it or something. <coughs> it just goes thud. But um, this, this ranks up there with me with... Um, Uh, Kerensky's death in City of Death Mm, um, as being uh, slightly embarrassing. You can see what they were aiming for and it just doesn't work.
1: This is the moment you don't want a member of your family to come in and see what you're watching. Yeah,
0: yeah, they've missed all the good bits and they wander in and go, oh, that was silly. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's just the fact that that skeleton is left there and then they just let it fall over.
1: Clunk! Clunk. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and Teko is going to be the next mailing, isn't he? He's yes. promoted to the mailing, and uh, sp- smugness personified.
0: Oh, his, his smug level goes into infinity here, doesn't it? It's, oh. uh,
1: we thought we were in Panto last week, oh. didn't we, with Captain Rack? But it's continuing this week, isn't it?
0: Who would have thought that the weak, sort of the, one of the weakest element in the story would be pulled down?
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Strange, isn't it? it's, yep. Here we go, we've got a big plot device coming up now, because Renis' daughter Vena, was her name, Vena or Vena, yeah. uh, she's well, pushed... I was
0: trying to think, is this is this a play on Wiener? given what happens later on?
1: Oh, it might be. Yeah. That's a bit too subtle though. Yeah, she's she's chucked into the time lash, and that's when we've got the, 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 the padding of, you know, the Doctor and Perry, Perry swinging on their ropes backwards and yeah. forwards, and that's when she flies through the TARDIS. I didn't Realise people could do that when they're in a time corridor, just ethereally we, fly through a TARDIS.
0: We had um, we had Sutek do it, didn't we?
1: Yeah, but he, he's like a demigod. This is yeah. a girl who's been chucked down a, a tinsel tunnel.
0: That's true. Yeah. You know, um, I, I quite like the effect they use. It's quite, it's, it's quite um, sort of, it's quite a good effect. And I do like straight away. So Perry, the Doctor doesn't really see her, and Perry says. What was that? Was it? And the doctor immediately believes her and takes it at face value. There's no argument as mm. to that. No, couldn't possibly invade the tardis straight away. It's like, oh, let's go and find out what, where she's from. Yeah. And I think this is where we find out that something's um, something's uh, put the time lash off course, hasn't it?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, so I not I don't quite. Other than later on, I don't quite know why they made such a big fuss about eleven seventy two when immediately it's, it's
1: changed. Yeah. Well, it, it's to get the Borad into Loch Ness to round about yes, the same yeah. time that the stories of a monster arrived. That's why why it's there, I guess. All right, so um, the Borad is watching the TARDIS arrive yep. and knows the Doctor. He, he yeah, knows this, it, this is this the is Doctor. Quite,
0: yeah, this is quite surprising, isn't it? Because we, we, in all the history of Doctor we've not really had this a lot of times where... The TARDIS lands and people know it's the Doctor and he's been there before. Um, So it's quite an unusual idea.
1: Yeah. Now, as I say, I don't. I haven't watched this. Where where we are now, I haven't watched it. So I'm making notes as I'm going. Okay. Now I've. I have information in behind the scenes, but my 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 notes go. The Doctor was on Carfil. And then in quotes, a generation or three back. And then I've yeah. put John then. So that's a third doctor story. Yeah. But when Baben and Avon meet, you know, old Tekka meets the doctor, Tekka says, only the two of you. So I Yes. So I've put second Doctor then, right? He was there as the second doctor, maybe Jamie and Zoe, yeah. you know. I know the answer, which I'll, I'll tell you later on, all right? But okay. when I'm watching this, I think he's been there before as Patrick Troughton, right?
0: Which sort of makes sense, because this is a very Troughton-esque story.
1: It is, rather, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the blue android steals Perry's St Christopher. Yeah. I guess because it's shiny and it casts shiny, a reflection. Yeah. yeah, but this is this is weird, because then if there's no reflections allowed... And, but you give someone a drink, you've got a reflection in the drink, haven't you? Yeah. Don't we quite think so, work. unless they've
0: managed to unless managed to invent dull liquid. Not sure how that would work. Mm. Um, but yeah, it. I mean, presumably, when you look down the toilet bowl. Although perhaps that perhaps <laughs> the Borad's chair is a commode, so he doesn't have to look. He doesn't hard. have to look oh, down. Oh, <laughs> <I'm unclean. laughs> He's very ne-
1: insecure. Any blessing. He is. Um, next I up. do
0: like. Um, I was going to say I do like in this scene. So so Perry, they say um, the doctor says, "Oh Perry, she's a bit of a botanist." It's not nice. I like this that yes, they, they keep trying yeah. to get, come back to Perry actually knows something. Um, and then the android steals a uh, St. Christopher in a very rude way, I must admit. And then Tekka goes. Um, he goes. Perhaps uh, he was actually trying to to stop you from. Getting too close to this plant, yes, uh, because it, it, it has the tendency acid. to spray acid in your <laughs> face. And I was thinking, is this, is this a, a clever setting up of the scene later on, which is awful, where Perry casually throws a plant at the guard, and he writhes about on the floor. Or was this written in to cover the fact that they'd filmed that scene? And it's oh. like, why? Oh God, that's terrible! What? What can we do? Well, let's say the plant spits acid. Yeah,
1: it could be. I, I yeah. think it's more likely that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh and dear. we also
0: get the world's largest CCTV camera, don't we?
1: That that is Which a whopper. They make a,
0: they make a big fuss of. Yeah. As if it's something unusual. That's that's where things have dated really badly, isn't it? We never, we never anticipated. Well. I suppose um, George Orwell did, but we never really anticipated that we would be filmed all the time and go, eh. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at that point, we have up on a monitor, we have the Bandrill Ambassador. What do you think of the Bandrill that we see? <sighs>
0: um, they had a reputation at the time of being sock puppets. I, uh, Whenever I see it, I just throw it, I think, Captain Z,
1: Captain mm-hmm.
0: Z, Super Space Detective. Oh, I miss that. Um, it's it's awful it's again they possibly could have got away with it in uh, in decent lighting but it's just
1: it's a puppet
0: it's a puppet yeah. yeah
1: yeah I I mean the the kindest thing I can say about it is you only see its head at least they didn't yeah. try puppeteering the body at no point do you see what the rest of them look like so well, there is it that if it would have
0: actually appeared in studio it would have actually been like Zippy or George wouldn't it behind a table yes hello I'm the banderall
1: that the, yeah, yeah that
0: yeah was, uh, uh, yeah Anne, Anne couldn't believe that she goes what the hell is that is it mm. meant to be a puppet I'm like no. yeah
1: yeah because they, they these are kind of like you know these are the adversaries of the yes. uh, people of Carful aren't they yeah
0: yes these are so because all weirdly all their all their flora and fauna have come from Bandril yes I don't know because uh, they, they don't sort of make mention that they're in like a domed city and the rest of of Carthel is knackered. Um, we don't get. I mean, considering the amount of time and filler we've got in this, yeah, you could have built something up like that. Can you said that they can only survive through the ban- band band drills, taking advantage of them and selling them all this stuff, and that's mm. created unrest. But no, it's sort of. I don't know why they're so dependent on the band drills.
1: No. No. But
0: well, I have I've now said band drill so many times, it doesn't mean anything, anything. No, 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 you're My band drilled out. And, yeah. You're band drilled out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really
1: but Tekka is provoking a war, right? With yes. them. Explaining with very Jeremy Brett Sherlock Holmes hand gestures, right? Um and saying that their bombs won't even penetrate our solar yeah. system. Our solar system
0: <laughs> I know it's a bit so it, it, it made me think wistfully of Terry Nation Yes. when he used to use things like, yeah, it's like, um, their ships are going to be in your solar system. They're literally orbiting
1: your planet. Yes, yeah, and then they but, drop you know, a bomb. Yeah. Um, um, I, I
0: put it down to um, Tekka just being possibly completely mad at this.
1: Well, that, would explain, that madness would explain, I mean, he's doing this on behalf of the... Borad, yeah. who wants all white life, mammalian life, wiped out on the planet. Yeah. Hasn't Tekka gone, why, what's going to happen? Why Why do well, we got to s- start this war?
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, again, it's not really fleshed out, but I I, I think it's meant to be that Tekka believes, Bor- so the Borad saying to Tekka, uh, don't worry, my super special umbrella will protect us all. And I think he's bought into it. And it's like, oh. So I imagine he's because because there is a nice reveal later on when he finally grows a pair and says no to the Borat. Um because yeah he's got no he's got no inkling that that Carfellian life's going to be wiped out. No. Um, they do make they make mention at, at, at this point, point. Um, and this is the part, I remember watching this because I didn't know who was coming up later on, but when they mentioned Morlocks, and I thought you lazy bloody. Person. Yes. <laughs> Uh, if you're going to steal a name, don't steal it off
1: of. Yeah, but it's Morlock spelt a with a with an X, with an X. you know. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I take, that takes the uh, legal curse off. of
1: that. Yes, it does. Yeah, and uh, we, we get a message of that, don't we? Because we we, we find out that Perry's got to be you know taken away from the doctor. She's going to be killed, dumped in the caves, where the Morlocks. Yeah will, yeah, will probably eat her remains. And meanwhile, Tekka is saying to the doctor about this woman who accidentally yeah. fell into the vortex and the doctor doesn't believe a word of that.
0: Yeah, I love I love Colin's portrayal here where he's, he he says the story back to Tekka and doesn't believe it. And it's like, yeah, it does sound dodgy when you say it.
1: Yes, yeah. And he's ordered by Tekka to go off and yeah. get this Vena girl, or Perry will suffer. Yeah.
0: And and to be to be fair to we've taken the mick out of Paul a bit, but these scenes where he's actually Threatening while smiling, yeah, are really good. Paul Darrow does do that really well. Um, so yeah, he's he's smiling like mad and speaking in a tone that doesn't match his words, which is you're going to do it or we're going to kill Perry. What what the doctor doesn't know is he's always, as far as tech is concerned, Perry's already dead.
1: Yes, that's what he um, thinks. Yeah, he doesn't think know that so. she's escaped, and yeah. it's one of these things you get a lot in Doctor Who that you've got this tunnel system that seems to be just behind a regular door. You open yeah. a door and suddenly you're in all these tunnels,
0: a, a, a completely different ecosystem. Yep, just behind a door off of the main, the main center of civilization. Yes. Um, so e- either this power complex place, this, this like, uh, the citadel, is really small. Or why did you build your, cor- you know, your, your centre of government literally one corridor away from poisonous gas tunnels?
1: Yes, yeah. Um, filled with the, unfortunately, phallic Morlocks
0: yes Who, unfortunately phallic and very rubbery looking oh,
1: bloody hell see i didn't know this i don't think i've ever seen a photo of a more lock know, know. before
0: it's, it's not a bad model there's a lot of detail on it but again it's filmed terribly yeah it's it, like at least bang a load of dry ice in there
1: no it's awful um because mm. you know it's it's just been operated from off camera um, you know it, it's mouth movement is basically open close yeah. you've got this awful roaring noise dubbed on the yeah. top and it's we've got
0: another one of those creatures that is roaring by saying roar isn't it yes
1: going, Yeah. and uh, something we've got to get used to is Perry just standing there doing yeah. nothing and screaming as it sort of like just looks at her doesn't lunge for her doesn't try yeah. eating her it just looks at her She. There,
0: there's like three about three times in this, where she's trapped by her own inaction, yeah, and you just think, just walk away slowly,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you we can moon dance
0: away, no, <laughs> you know, moon walk away. No, I mean, you've got plenty of time, it's
1: like... you she's got masses of time, yeah. Uh, we cut away to Vina arriving in front of HG Wells, who's yeah. like performing a, a little seance thing with a Ouija yeah. board.
0: What, what, what do you think of Herbert? Did you did
1: you twig it straight away? See, I've I've, I've already read since that you know this is uh, the one with H. G. Wells in it, so I know he's H. G. Wells. I don't mind him. I think he's quite quite a good. Young H. G. Wells, yeah. um, the, the, the actor is pretty good, you know. Um, but we go back to Perry, and again another shock. We've had Lee from Blake Seven, then we got Gunsar.
0: Gunsar, yes. Oh, I cheered him. <clears throat> I'd forgotten he was in it again.
1: The only way this can be improved is at one point you know when they're just sitting around waiting for something to happen for that guy to start doing a bit of knitting like Gunsar oh, that did that
0: would have been brilliant yeah if, if you know when, they're, yeah, when they're, they're meeting up later yeah if he'd have just got his got his little knitting out
1: or cheating a game of chess yeah. with himself
0: yeah you wouldn't even have to um, you wouldn't even have to explain it to anyone just have it as a throwaway gag couldn't you
1: yeah, yeah. wouldn't it be great if he was dressed as Gunsar as well if he had that silver, yes. you know, armor on and everything and the ponytail. Yeah, yeah. but
0: oh, it'd be brilliant. now I, I've just I was just I was thinking who did direct this? And it's Pennant Roberts isn't it didn't he do a load of Blake he, as well? he
1: did do a fair yeah. few. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wonder if this is a case of one of his friends.
0: One of his friends, yeah, the director brings in people he's worked with before.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, he, wa- He of course, wants to kill her, doesn't he? He wants to kill Perry, uh, but she's saved by recognising that photo in a locket yeah. of Joe Grant that, you know, the, the girl's question, grandfather yeah. gave to her.
0: Because I, I, I really, really want to see this episode where the third Doctor gives an old man... A locket with a photo of Joe Grant in. Why? What was going on there?
1: But more, more it's importantly, dodgy ever, yeah. yeah. But more importantly, why has the doctor got a photo of Joe Grant to give out in the first place? Yeah.
0: Why? Why? Why is the doctor carrying about round a locket with Joe Grant's picture in? Yes. Um, I, I. I. can. I mean, I've, I've literally just off the top of my head thought this through. So, let's imagine that. This missing third Doctor story. The Doctor lands, and he's decided that he's going to give Joe Grant another another opportunity to go out. But he's going to take Mike Yates, and it's going to be... I'll, I'll take you to the most wonderful place in the universe, and you can have a date. Because I ruined your last date when we went to Peladon. So Joe gives Mike the, the locket with the photo in. <laughs> And for some reason, that ends up with this woman's granddad. Because that would explain why he said, um, there's only two of you. Mm. That would explain why the doctor, for some reason, yeah. is carrying around a locket. Uh, but that might be pushing it. I might be putting more thought into this than the writers did.
1: Yeah, yeah. It still also doesn't explain why Why is this so cherished, this photo of Joe Grant? I
0: don't know. Do you think it's, it's because originally it came up out of that, uh, uh, that playgirl issue? <laughs> With her and the Dalek. Like, the Doctor was, oh. oh, I'll just use the head. Yeah.
1: Oh, it might have been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, the Doctor's uh, worked out he's got to go to 1885. He doesn't say where on Earth in 1885, no. just to 1885. Um,
0: yeah, I suppose he's going to let the TARDIS do the
1: thinking. You know? Yeah, and it does, it takes it's him good. to... It
0: it luckily takes him exactly where he
1: needs to go. Yeah, which is H.G. Wells and Wiener who yeah. we have mentioned that uh, they're in Scotland, near a lake, because he likes to go fishing. Um, yes. And uh, he, he thinks Vina to be a spirit, and he thinks that the Doctor is a foul, fanged fiend. That's yes. a good line.
0: it is. I mean, to be fair, I think, I think Herbert plays very well with uh, the Sixth Doctor. This is the sort of character the Sixth Doctor likes to pick on. I yes. Th- their dialogue together is really good. Yep. I do enjoy this.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Um, meanwhile, back on Carfell, uh, Perry and the Rebels are captured. Uh, so we cut away and just see them being captured. We have that odd thing with the Android on fire. And I didn't realise yes. that that's relevant later. But it's so clumsily done, I just thought it yeah, was a bad edit or something.
0: Well, again, it's a, it's a cl- really clever idea that we don't get a lot in doc 2 because although doc 2 is a program involving time travel they never really use time travel for any plot device and I quite like this that that it's all tied up later and it all matches um, so I yeah I'm a, I, I I thought that was quite clever but yeah when you first watch it it's like what was that what have I missed the scene did they shoot it well mm. yeah you're you're confused at that point
1: yes yeah I just thought it was bad yeah. filmmaking um, H.G. Wells learns that the Doctor's got a time machine, you yep. know, planting all these ideas in his head. And uh, Vina's going back with the Doctor. H.G. Wells is told to, st- sorry, Herbert is told to stay there. And when Herbert um, makes himself known on board the TARDIS, this is it. This is my favourite moment of this story, right? This is when Babe and the Butcher is on telly in front of me because Colin Baker's nicely indignant to find that Herbert's on on board and he goes across and his eyes are fair popping out of his head and Herbert says something about it's bigger on the inside than outside and he goes I know and then and then Herbert says something else and he's like I know I know (laughs) and it's just the way he's staring at Herbert I had to watch that about 10 times that is my favorite Colin Baker moment in this story
0: Yeah, I, I can remember at the time when I first watched this. I I was so hoping at the end that Herbert would join the TARDIS crew, because I can he could have been a great Jamie style character Mm. for the Doctor to play off. And then you find out it's H. G. Wells, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, But yeah, it's a great, it's a great TARDIS scene again.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I know. I know, I know. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Colin plays Colin exasperated so well, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That is Babe and the Butcher there in yeah, a, a Sixth Doctor costume. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they go back. Uh, Tekka's given the amulet, isn't he? Yes. And, and uh, the time lash is prepared. And that's how episode one ends with the Doctor just about to be chucked in it.
0: Yeah, with Paul Darrow in absolutely full-on Season 4
1: acting. At that yes, point. yes, yes, yes. There's no Season 1, Blake 7, here. That, that That's a no. thing of the past, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Subtlety it's gone.
1: Gone, yeah. Um, episode 2, the Doctor stops being thrown in by uh, showing a mirror to the blue android. Yeah. Why Why does not it affect the, the blue android? No.
0: Because the whole point of the mirrors is the boy doesn't want to see his reflection. It's not that it interferes with his mind control or anything like that so I'm not entirely, because the android, the way Colin Baker's waving it about it's like, I can't work out, is he meant to be shining it light into the android's eyes and it's getting confusing is he bouncing back, because the android's got a little antenna, is he bouncing back some sort of signal um, it's a little bit a little bit doesn't work and
1: embarrassing that bit it is rather but they get control of the time lash room don't they and the doctor's got to go into the time lash to get the contron crystals yeah
0: this again this is very very pat trout
1: and base under siege yeah with a locked door yes yeah so he goes in and what we've got like i say it's a santa's grotto it's a load of polystyrene tubes down a well uh packed out with a bit of silver tinsel here and yep. there um and they have the nerve to say that he's dangling on the edge of oblivion
0: yes i th- yeah she's she's a bit um she's a bit over the top and she old uh, uh Lena or Weena,
1: yeah vena Wiener
0: yeah um yeah, I did like that, and then the the sort of they they're making out this time lapse is so dangerous. It's not great. And why do they keep insisting on putting poor
1: Colin on Kirby wires? I don't know. It do it couldn't he have been just comfortable. Looks like he's in agony. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, at this time he was in Panto, wasn't he? Um, yes. Um, uh, in Tunbridge Wells with with Old Perry, and that, that's why they missed out on some rehearsals because John Nathan Turner took yeah, the, the, the 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 two leads out of rehearsal. So they go to a convention in America, yep. and continue doing the Panto.
0: Madness, isn't it? It showed his priorities,
1: yes, yeah. And yep.
0: the TV program wasn't top,
1: no, no, no. It's variety, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Herbert goes in to save them, and I love yep. the way that you can see the polystyrene balls flaking off yes. of these polystyrene tubes. Well,
0: especially there's one bit where, where the doctor uh, pulls the crystal off the end, and it's obviously held on with a bit of double sided carpet tape, and it absolutely rips the end of the polystyrene tube off, mm. and it's like. You're not going to do another take?
1: Nope. Oh, no, we're going with it. No, yeah. no, no. No, he should have. An old Pennant should have done it. Oh, by the way, I called Pennant up uh, regarding his Blake 7 stuff. He yeah. he didn't do um, the story with Gunsar in it. Oh. Uh, he's early Blake 7, Pennant Roberts. He did Bounty, Mission to Destiny, Time Squad, and Spacefall. So, all from 1978. Um, so some good episodes he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, also we've got in, in amongst all this we see Dockley with all these wires out of the back of his head I just thought Dockley was like a Wizard of Oz, you know, just an image on a screen, not that they yeah, had actually got a yeah, robot that looked yeah, like they've
0: him made, made a, they've either made a robot that looks like him or they've stuck the bits in a, a human or something
1: <laughs> that's even um, worse
0: yeah, e- even worse but We don't. that's sort of, that's sort of it for uh, Dockley, isn't it? it's like, oh you've got this great character actor
1: and that's all, well, yeah,
0: that's all you do with him. Yeah, that's all you do with him. I
1: don't know, perhaps it was him. I don't know. Yeah. All right, well, Tekka and Kendron go to see the Borad talking to Dockley on the screen, and as I say, not noticing the real one who's just off <laughs> to the side. He's
0: literally. Yeah, it, I don't understand why they wouldn't go, What's that? Just, they've literally got to bend their head. Yeah. And, and see the this
1: if, is If potentially it was a black chair, you might not yeah. notice it, but this is a sparkly chair.
0: Or even put, put him behind a sliding door, you know, like the Daleks in...
1: Or a green curtain Daleks like Wizard yeah. of Oz. Just have him behind that a curtain.
0: curtain. A curtain would have been perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because it
0: would have had Wizard of Oz, you know. I mean, you could have even had the lining <laughs> where Tekka goes to do it and the, the you know, uh, Dockley goes don't pull back the curtain <laughs> mm. <laughs> brilliant yeah but no he's just sat there
1: yeah Oh um, dear it
0: beggar's belief a bit i mean we we've, we've said it before we'll say it again there's no peripheral vision in doctor who
1: no no all right well Tekka's there with kendron because basically yep. he's brought kendron with him because he's going to put the guilt I, on kendron i quite
0: like Kendron. we cuz i I, don't, I think we've 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 seen him fleetingly up till now and then he gets this scene where Paul Darrow's being his best mate. And yeah. You know he's off to his death as yeah. soon as Paul Darrow's is nice to him, and I quite like the performance of the other guy because it's, it's suitably, you're an idiot, but you know something's not right. But you're an idiot. Yeah. And yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And then yeah, he absolutely, as soon as he gets in, Paul it just drops him straight, you know.
1: Yeah, and luckily this time we hear the skeleton fall into the floor, but yes. we don't see it fall yeah, into the floor. Yeah,
0: we're spared that. We could do get the thunk though. So we do. This, thi- it's a silly. Who's clearing all these up?
1: <laughs> the blue androids, I suppose. Yeah. These, um, the, 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 the this like time weapon that he's got. Yeah. Don't you think? Seeing as you know, all the way through, we're meant to have little nuggets that you know go into old Herbert's head, and then he'll write about it. Wouldn't it been better if it had been like a Martian heat ray? Yeah. But that's that where he got the dirty, idea yeah. of a heat ray from.
0: And because you, you could you know, when he's looking down later on, he could have actually said something like. What sort of heat ray is he Yeah, you, this is where it doesn't quite go far enough.
1: No. Nope. Or we the, should have uh, seen some... Well,
0: stuff.
1: I'm, I'm going to stop myself because I was going to say we should see some sort of, like, tripod technology, but no, that the, the cool. effects budget wouldn't have been able to uh, cover well, that, would it? We
0: could just an old tripod,
1: couldn't we, from, yeah. from the hit BBC show, The Tripods. Yes, yep. Um meanwhile the base under siege in that room the doctor's making yeah. something with the crystals
0: have we seen um, have we seen the board yet he's
1: no with, he with it? He no not with yet himself, no no it. no um, so he's making something out of these crystals which he can send himself into the future while yeah. leaving an image behind
0: yeah I'm not quite sure how this works
1: I, I still don't understand yeah. how all this works um, um,
0: and, uh, there's a lovely bit where the Sixth doctor demos it, and so he sat there smiling at them, and then they both react as if they've been uh, pushed slightly.
1: Yes. And then the
0: doctor gets up because it's a it's a time lapse, so you're seeing like six seconds ago or whatever. And then Colin does the most exaggerated thump. It's like you would have yes. killed him.
1: Yes, you would have at least knocked them <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. You
0: know, you're talking broken ribs there, Colin. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. It's all a little bit convenient, but I do quite like that everything in this is sort of involving time. They just didn't didn't really tie it together much.
1: No, no.
0: Um, and again, they had plenty of time too,
1: mm, yes, to. Yes. Yes. All right. So um, that's when we have the battle. That's when the doors blown in, and in comes the blue android, and he's sent back yeah. in time, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, back I'll, into the uh, past.
0: Yeah. And, um, Fingy Bob, uh, Gunsar, he, he twigs it, doesn't he? Yeah. Or she does. It. It's like, do you remember that, exp- that when in Android? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, during... touch, I thought. Yes. And, 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 <laughs> is this a clever touch or not that the, also during this, that's when the wall is blasted and there's a painting of the third Doctor behind it?
0: I, yeah, I, I mean, it's always nice to see, uh. To see a, a shot of um, John Pertry. but why? What? Why did they paint this mural? I mean, I know the Doctor saved their planet, so they've painted this mural in the throne room at some point in the past, um, and then just covered it up. Why? Why did the if the Borad was so against shiny surfaces and wanted to, to get rid? Why didn't he remove it? Why did he just, just have it destroyed? A, yeah.
1: And why have they painted the Third Doctor? That's a that's a publicity photo the artist yes. has copied yeah. isn't it it's not the most heroic if you're going to if you're going to have a a painting of your hero they would be looking heroic not just like some bbc well, this, stock photo
0: yeah this is this is where you could have you could have done it really well where the it falls away and then, yeah there's a shot of him like one leg up or karate chopping something or top of a mountain yeah. with the tardis behind him not a, yeah not a head and shoulders 10b8 because that that's of, all it, it is. Yeah. That's what I said. It, lots of really good ideas, not quite taken to their full potential.
1: No, no. Um, meanwhile, I must say, all the way through all this, Perry is chained up.
0: Done nothing. Done, Done nothing. nothing. Just like just screaming, help
1: me. Yeah. Yes, with this Morlocks, which has just turned up again and he's just not attacking her, just standing there roaring, looking at her.
0: Yeah. One, one thing... Um, Anne raised and she couldn't believe it was because when she goes why, why is her accent so bad and I was sort of trying to explain that you know they wanted to sell it to the US uh, J&T insisted that uh, Nicola Bryan keep it a secret and she had to act in character and all that sort of stuff and it, it was like but her accent is terrible yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. it's such a weird time
1: yep um, so, next we've got the Doctor. The Doctor goes to see the Borad. And, yes, and again, and kind of he doesn't is... notice the Borad in no. his chair. Um, Tekka's got a gun on him, and the Doctor says he can smell Morlocks. Yeah, so and Morlocks
0: smell a bit.
1: Yes, they're really. a bit whiffy. And that's when we finally see him. Yes, uh, he turns, turns around. around. Yeah, and I think it, it it holds up pretty well now. I
0: think it's damn good. I mean... Oh, on on DVD, you can see the latex line Mm -hmm. where it's joined on. But I've seen that in major motion pictures. You can see that sometimes in Lord of the Rings. I think this is damn fine makeup for the time. Especially because when he speaks, the mouth moves.
1: Moves up and down, yeah. Yeah. The only thing, and again, this is because it's DVD, isn't it? And on a big TV, when you get a real close-up of him, you can painfully see the teeth are just cast from the same rubber as the jaw and everything. It's a one-piece mould isn't it
0: yeah it's not it's not designed for close scrutiny no but yeah I, I really like this uh, this makeup effect and the guy playing him is putting his all agree- and this is what makes this scene both great and troublesome for me hmm. um, which is that they've built up the ball ad, so he's been a nice mystery and we finally see him and rather than the normal oh god you go oh this, this is good oh he's dead yeah it's <laughs> what the hell and you look at your watch and you go, hang on, there's 25 minutes left.
1: Yeah, there's not much time left, is there? Um, but before he goes, we find out that he was a scientist called Magellan. I what,
0: think. I, yeah, they missed this, didn't they? Why didn't they call him Moreau?
1: Yeah, Moreau would have been a good one. He would have
0: been perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and very Moreau-like. He's been experimenting on the Morlocks. Yeah. And uh, the doctor has ha, had objected, the third Doctor had objected yeah. and and ratted him and because he was experimenting him, yeah. on. Yes, um, and uh, he was merged with one while he was experimenting on one. It's this yeah, gas so thing that Perry's got oh round yeah, her this no. neck.
0: This is this is pure bloody uh, Sayward naming, isn't it? What is it, Must Must or Musta gas or something? Musta Carlin eighty. Can't even remember I'm writing, but yeah. It, he, there's a special gas that, unfortunately, went off while he was very, very close oh,
1: to yeah.
0: Morlock's face. What was he doing? Yeah, dirty
1: boy. Do you think boy. that
0: his air quotes experiments? Yeah, was mm. just he was snogging these things.
1: I think so. Yes, yeah. yes, and yes. The third
0: <laughs> doctor wanders in, says, "I've got that pen. I've got that Joe Grant picture.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> Put it away." Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the, the, he wants the band rules to attack. The band yes. rules would destroy all mammalian life, yep. leaving all the buildings intact. Then he'll destroy their ship and then populate the planet with others like him. Now we don't do know like, yeah, at this point. I like
0: Colin, yeah. We don't know why how he's going to do it because Colin actually points it out then. He's like, um, don't you need someone else to Yes, please? yeah,
1: but at this point, that's why I've put A yeah. with lots of question marks. Yeah. And Tekka, as you say, finally grows a pair yeah, and objects. Gets. And and is this potentially the worst death in Doctor Who, do you think?
0: Um, it's up there.
1: I could probably think of a couple of worse ones. It does remind if me I of the City of Death that. one. Yes. Yeah.
0: Which I, even at the time I found that horribly embarrassing, the way he... Um, it's... Uh, what's his face? Parker, isn't it? It's um, David Graham... And the way he, he consorts himself in that is slightly more embarrassing. Um, yeah, this this is this is not this is not gonna appear in anyone's top ten deaths on Doctor Who are they? Perhaps we should do that. We should have done that as a tally.
1: We should have done it right yeah. at the beginning. We could retroactively do could it, be. I suppose.
0: Yeah, let's rewatch all the episodes we've already watched.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Tekka's got rid of, and that's when we find out Perry is going to be uh, responsible uh, for helping.
0: Every single person, madman that meets her wants to uh, read with her.
1: Yes. I like the way the Borad says, The creature will attempt to kill her. But it's doing that for about ten minutes, and it hasn't got any closer.
0: I don't think the Morlocks are good potential for populating a planet with because they appear to be a bit useless, don't they?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: And they keep going on about how dangerous they are. And yeah, Perry's just been standing there screaming solidly for, you know, what feels like half a day, mm. and it's not getting any closer.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's yeah, this is this is where it all starts unravelling big time now, because, like, This is, uh,
0: uh, you're absolutely right. This is when I said at the beginning, I have a big, major issue with this story. And it's not the actual, it's this. It's that... It's so poorly paced, the writing. And again, I'm, I'm happy to put this blame at Eric Saywood's door. That we've now The store is finished, and now they're like, oh, we've got another 20 minutes to fill. It's 15,
1: I checked 15 it. Minutes, we yes. still had 15 minutes to go.
0: And everything that comes after this is A, shoddily written, which makes me think it wasn't the original script. It's nowhere near the same writing style as the rest of it. And be absolute filler.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, it's nonsensical because you know, yeah. um, you know, the the band drills, I mean, the doctor demands to talk to the band drill ambassador, saying that he's a time lord, right? Yeah. And demands to speak. And they will accept to, you know, destroy the missile if they see proof of the overthrown Borad.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So. Why don't
0: they just drag the?
1: Exactly. Instead, we get this really strange scene with the Doctor and Perry in the TARDIS.
0: Oh, it goes on and on, doesn't it? It's it like goes on and on and on of... and
1: on. Um, you know, I mean, it is all padding. And you know, yeah. Colin does looks completely different. His hair is different because this was filmed yeah. at a completely different time.
0: This, this is, and I, you know, if if it had been a a good TARDIS scene like the one at the beginning, I, you know, fine. Let, I don't mind that sort of filler, but this isn't even well written. This almost feels like it's been made up by on the spot, mm. because it it's not a, it's not that it's a circular argument. It's just it goes on and on and yeah. on and on, and then they get to the end of it. It's like we've run out of we've run out of scene. But let's just carry on. It's yeah, it, it's a terrible, terrible scene to be honest.
1: And um, and as I say, nonsensical uh because at the end of it um the borad comes back
0: well we yeah so because because we we get i think we get what i think is colin baker's uh, greatest and most subtle in joke isn't it where he says uh, to be perfectly frank herbert which is obviously he was a huge fan of frank herbert the writer
1: oh very um, good i hadn't yeah, thought about that know,
0: yeah and I, I every time i hear it it's like yeah you could go on there Colin. um but that's the only thing in this scene that's uh, that's good. Yeah, I'd forgotten the Borad was alive. Yeah. This is so this is so poorly written that I'd forgotten. Uh yeah, he turns up. So so this is what annoys me as well. This is exactly the same ending and surprise shock twist that Eric Sayward then pulls in the very next story with Davros.
1: Yes, yep. Yeah.
0: You've killed Davros, he's dead. Ha-ha, <laughs> It was a decoy clone body. Ooh. I'm really alive, and it's the same here. So, so the whole t- what was what was the real Borad doing the whole time that that clone was sat in the office? So every time people wandered in and he sat there hiding. That's not the Borad. That's the clone.
1: Oh, I so had what's it. What was the that, real
0: Borad doing?
1: No, I had it that that, that is the real one on the throne, and, and at the moment of his death, his consciousness went into a clone's body.
0: Oh no, I, I tweaked I thought it was, he was just saying, ah, that was a clone.
1: <laughs> oh. I don't,
0: perhaps, well, perhaps I've got the wrong end of the stick. Either way, it's stupid.
1: It is stupid, but it also is stupid in that if he can clone himself, why does he need to propagate? He can just clone multiple exactly. copies of himself. Yeah. He never needs to. He's that to...
0: much of a mad megalomaniac. He would love a planet of all him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: In fact, tweak a bit with the DNA, make yourself a woman.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> right. So, so it, this bit is resolved when the Doctor smashes John Pertwee. Now, the third Doctor. Yeah. And there's
0: a mirror behind
1: it. So it seems they painted this picture over the top yeah. of a mirror that the Doctor knows about.
0: So this feels like um, that this throne room is is basically a 1970s council house where you would just. Paint over and over the doors until yeah, they were through. Or three wall foot paper over a, yeah. over and over again. The rooms gradually got smaller because you never stripped anything. Yeah, so so it's revealed as if it's a big dan dun dan. The doctor knew about this. So did the doctor anticipate that he would need a mirror back when he was John Pertwee?
1: I think he who, must have been there as John Pertwee. He watched. Maybe he was sitting for the painting. Yeah. In that room, and they just painted on a mirror for some reason.
0: So they thought, well, we, we're fed up with this mirror.
1: Maybe that's the custom. But you get on that But planet. you
0: get the feeling that the mirrors were covered up because of the boar round. Yes. So I don't get. I don't get it.
1: But he's covered it up with a picture of the person that he despises. Yeah.
0: It's very strange.
1: It is odd. Do you
0: reckon, I, I still reckon if you'd have chipped away a bit more, there would have been a poster of Joe Graham up.
1: Yeah. Next what with the Dalek.
0: With the Dalek, yeah. Yeah, that and would the be kinky better. Boots,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, and and you know he he's you know distracted by that, and he gets pushed into the time lash. Yes. Uh, to twelfth century Loch Ness.
0: Yeah, where it's implied that he will be the Loch Ness monster.
1: Yes, and then I don't
0: w- really buy.
1: No. Because
0: because what is he? So okay, he's fallen into the lock. Yeah. You know, assuming because the t- the corridor in 1885 didn't go into the lock, it was next... So, is the idea that once he's in the lock, he can't leave, so he just swims about, and people think, why doesn't he get out and go, oh, bloody hell, and talk to people? We
1: haven't why seen... Why didn't he
0: try and take over the planet?
1: We haven't seen one for one second the fact that the Morlocks are, um, uh, you know, aquatic. No. So why he would he go drowned. in the lake?
0: Yeah. Also... It's remarkable how few descriptions of, of the fictitious Nessie sightings over the years have um, involved it being a man, half man, half
1: <laughs> dressed in black, half plastic
0: willy, dressed in black, waving a flipper. Yeah. I don't think it would have caught no, on it's it? silly. if the surgeon's photo would have been just him sticking his, his flipper out.
1: Yeah. yeah, and apparently yeah, fans contacted uh, the BBC to say uh, we've already seen the Loch Ness monster in *Terror of the yeah. Zygons*, and they had to admit, yeah, yeah, we forgot that bit. So and did uh,
0: did the BBC switchboard on. That's very interesting. But you've never kissed a girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and it, the story ends with um, you know Perry seeing his uh, card, old Herbert's card, and realizing yes, what was up. I, I think you're right. It would have been good to have had a few stories with old H.G. Think, yeah, in the TARDIS. Yeah, I'm amazed. I'm amazed
0: that the um, the very, very uh, litigious
1: estate of H.G. Wells
0: allowed this to happen.
1: It must have been um, done with their permission.
0: It's got to be because I know you can, you, you could, you could mention. I mean, all of his stories would have been in. Well, we don't really have public domain, but we have a similar thing. Um, so they possibly could have got away with saying the stories, but you can't. Yeah, you can't just use someone's, no, you know, name and likeness like that, fictitiously without at least passing it by. Perhaps they just often a check.
1: You know? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, and with that, the story is done, right? Yes. So uh, Earth date, talking about We've that. Got a uh, few, Well, no, no, only for what we see. Yeah, yeah, which is 1885, um, Scotland, near Loch Ness, right? Um, And the nearest place we've got on our list to that is six years before, in 1879, the 10th Doctor was in Scotland somewhere. Oh, right. For Tooth and Claw, you know, the Queen Victoria werewolf one, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting.
1: Mm. Now. Uh, moving on, we're going to do what we did last week. We had yeah. two adversaries last week, didn't we? We did, yeah. Uh, this week we're going to have three.
0: Just spoiling people.
1: Yeah, because we're going to have the Borad, he's our main one. Yep. We're going to have Tekka, and we're going to have the Morlocks. All right. Yes. So which order do you want to do these, Ian? Should we do
0: the Morlocks first.
1: All right, Morlocks then. What, if you looked at a photo of a Morlock, what would you think?
0: Um, I think, yeah, design-wise, I think it's all right. I think if you saw a still photo, you'd go, "Oh, that's a nice model." I, I, I wonder how that will work. Um, so I think the design is all right. It's a, it, it's a, long-necked, phallic, toothy worm, which you know, who, who doesn't like that? <laughs> and it's
1: got a double
0: chin, though. That's what annoys me.
1: Hmm. It's got so a little it,
0: double chin.
1: I'm 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 not that keen on it. It's it's a bit too cartoony. Everything's soft and rounded. Yeah. You know. It de-
0: it's definitely more um Invasion of the Dinosaurs than yeah. Jurassic Park in it. It's, yeah. Yeah. It it's definitely got that puppety look.
1: Yeah. So so what would you give it for a design?
0: Um I think it's all right. I think it's pretty run of the mill. I'm going to give it a 5.
1: All right. Well, I said 4. <laughs> so that's yeah. four and a half alright so here we are we've got this big willy with a face on the end <laughs> yeah. um, how effective was that in its um, execution
0: well I mean it must have been pants wettingly terrifying because it kept Perry in her place yes episodes at a time um, no the, the execution was terrible it was lit wrong it was puppeteered wrong you
1: had that um, terrible roar that
0: no, terrible roar where it says roar um uh, i I'm being overly generous here, and I'm going to give it a two.
1: Snap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Oh, dear. Poor old Morlocks.
0: If we made it, if we sculpted and made it, we'd probably go, That's, well, I'm all right. I'm happy with that. But it, it's you expect more out of a professional television crew.
1: Yeah. And you compare that Morlocks to, like, the Morlocks of the George Powell version. Yeah, which uh, are
0: basically fat men in nappies with but
1: fur on boy, heads, But boy, weren't they terrifying. effective. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: I still have nightmares about them people. We should
1: do that. For, have you we have, have we ever done that? No, no. Speaking? Yeah, come along to Effectively Speaking and we'll do that. Yeah. All right. So that gives the Morlocks uh, a, uh, an adversary rating of 3.25. Lucky which is habit. very... Yeah. Um, they share a caravan with something... I can't remember what this is. What is the veneer?
0: Vanilla, that's from um uh terminus terminal, whatever it was called. Are uh, they the the slightly camp uh sort of Sutton who
1: Oh yes, yeah. With Jarvik. That's with the one with Jarvik, it. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright, okay, well that's who the Morlocks shares a caravan yeah. with. All Morlocks.
0: Right. More like Marlock.
1: <laughs> Nicely summed up. Um all right, so who's next? Bored or Tekka? Uh
0: let's do Tekka, let's keep uh, the for All right. So, Tucker, can we claim he's designed?
1: It's a lot of beige sack and yeah. a bad wig, basically, the wig isn't is it?
0: terrible, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's so run of the mill. In fact, most of the costume in this is is so run of the mill and boring. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna give this a below average because the wig is awful. I'm gonna give this a below average four for design
1: oh snap again that's where I've got him for all right and how effective is old Paul this, in this, this role is,
0: this is where it becomes quite difficult because effective could mean enjoyable in that you enjoy the performance but not necessarily believable effective could be believable. it's quite difficult because it's in no way would you say this was a good acting performance Mm-hmm. And I say nothing against Paul Darrow. I think the guy was a genius. I loved seasons one to three. I think at some point he just seemed to have give up mm. and started just having a laugh, which is fair enough. I think mean, that's you know get on with it. Um, but I did enjoy it. I, just watching it this time, I did. I did find him outrageously amusing, and I don't know why. Oh God, it's so difficult. This I'm just purely on my own benefit. I'm going to give him a six. A six. It's it's not a boring performance.
1: All right. Well, I had to weigh up the fact of yeah, some of it he's outrageously camp and hammy, and in others he's quite like you say he's quite you know disarming because he's smiling while he's threatening the doctor.
0: Yeah, which he can do brilliantly. He did it well as Avon, and he he does it. Really
1: well here, a couple of scenes. Yeah, so I've I've gotta balance those two out and I came up with a five. Oh, Alright, so that's five and a half, okay, on a, of effectiveness, which gives him a adversary rating of four point seven five. So slightly below average as an adversary. <laughs> that
0: perhaps sums up his performance in this. Yep. Slightly below average Paul.
1: And he is sharing a caravan with two others. Old oh, Paul. Uh, the Vespi form. Isn't that the giant wasp? All
0: right, the big wasp, yeah. Yeah. The Agatha Christie wasp. Yes. That's and hard to say for some reason. Agatha
1: Christie wasp. Well, it's late, isn't it? And yeah, uh, late, yeah. and Prisoner Zero oh, right. okay. is in there. All right.
0: He's going to dominate that caravan.
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah. All right, so here we go. The Borad then, our main yep. bad design of the Borad.
0: Uh, I think it's it, it's a good idea. It's pro- I don't think I've ever seen any design drawings on it, so I don't know how how sort of close it was to what was realised. I think it's a good idea. It's a it's a nice design. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven for design.
1: A seven. Well, I'm higher than you. All right. I gave him an eight because mm-hmm. I think it, it's yeah. good for the time, awesome. and, yeah. and and it's still good now. You know. Yeah. Um, so seven and a half is his uh, design but how effective was Th- that this
0: is i think he's i think he's because w- with the the performance we have to look at the voice as well the mask, the way it works and i think it's it's top notch uh so i'm going to give this a nine
1: a nine? nine oh blimey yeah. well i, I only I'm gave him a seven performance right oh, wow. I only gave him a seven because yeah, the voice is very good, and I like the way you know he never raises his voice once or anything yeah. like that um but yeah the close ups it, it is all a bit rubbery, you know
0: i don't I don't mind it because it's I think there's something very appealing about a good latex effect for me right um, and it's head and, it's head and shoulders above most of the other stuff we got,
1: yeah, true you know. All right, well, that gives him a final adversary rating of 7.8, which is nice yeah. and high, right? Okay and you. he's sharing a caravan, right? He's sharing a caravan with the Rani. Oh, dear.
0: He's from, to try and breed with her. Yeah,
1: from Mark of the Rani, so the oh. best of the Rani's he's with. I
0: think she might breed, She might uh, experiment on him. They're going to be experimenting on each other. This she is
1: the like one, though, that had the... At the, um, the Pet T-Rexes yeah. in in jars.
0: So perhaps it wasn't a pet T-Rex. It was a, a pet Borad.
1: A Morlock. Yeah. 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 All right. That's them put away in their caravans. What have I got? What have I got? Um, in, not in your top ten. I take it.
0: No. It, no. I can't. I mean, I, it, it's absolutely enjoyable, and it's gone. It's gone much much higher in my estimation than it used to be. So yeah, I think it's a great, a great little story. It fizzles out far before the end, and that will annoy a lot of people, I think. But yeah, I think it's a, it's a good, it's a good sort of average Doctor Who story. There's right. nothing wrong with that.
1: All right. Uh, so not on your bottom three yeah. then.
0: Oh no way. No.
1: no. Uh, Well, I I was quite prepared to put it on my bottom three because of, Mm -hmm. you know, the reputation that precedes it and everything. Um, But no, no, I I agree. It's a a good story. It just falls apart completely in the last 15 minutes. Um, And Paul Darrow isn't as bad as, you know, as I thought he would be.
0: I I would happily watch this again before um, Enlightenment.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yep. Alright, and then a few Imagine brief-
0: Borrad played by Lee John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dear idea. Oh or Tekka played by Lee John. Te- oh
0: god. Imagine Lee John and Paul Darrow in the same scene together.
1: I don't want to, thank you. I tell you what, if Lee John had played the Morlocks, I think Nicola Bryant would be screaming even louder, I wouldn't think she? To, yeah. yeah. Yeah, chained up with him coming towards you. Yeah. Um Hove in, interview. Hove in interview. Right, behind the scenes we've got a little bit here. Um yep. It was Glenn McCoy, the name of the, the, yes, the, the writer, it? Yeah. Um, and uh, it was originally submitted as a Dalek story, but it was oh, rejected, and Eric Sayward asked him to resubmit it. Um, right. So I don't know where the Daleks would have been there. Would that have been where the bandrills were? I don't,
0: Because there's no Dalek-style creatures in this.
1: No. Unless it was the bandrills that I mean, they're trying to pick up a be, fight yeah. with. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Hmm. Um. Yeah, no, and next bit, okay, it wasn't the sec- second Doctor in the first draft. In the first draft, it was the first Doctor. Oh, right.
0: Really? Oh, that would have been brilliant.
1: Yeah, it was the first Doctor along with Ian, Barbara, and Susan, Susan. okay. That,
0: ma- that's why- oh, that makes perfect sense. Though. And
1: that's why the only remnant of that is Tekka asking the Doctor and saying you've only got one companion with you well, now.
0: Why would, I mean, A, why would they change it? Do you know reason why they went with the third Doctor instead? I don't
1: know. I don't know. And B,
0: if you're changing that, wouldn't you go, well, let's change that other line as well? Even if you got to actual recordings and you go, oh, hang on, it's not going to make sense anymore. Hmm. Wouldn't you? Oh, it's just bizarre. I don't know how these things get through.
1: It is weird. Um, and in the original script, uh, that amulet, with the photo in it, um, uh, was never had a photo, but it contained a reference to Gallifrey, which mm-hmm. which Perry recognises and and says that that's the Doctor's home planet, and that is how she saves her life and and gains the trust of the others.
0: I I think it's more believable to have her recognising a photo of one of the old companions than. Because I
1: don't think we would recognise a photo of Gallifrey. No, no. Um, but, uh, but it was Eric Saywood who changed it to a photo of Joe Grant. Um, and that photo of Joe Grant is a publicity photo f- uh, f- uh, taken during the making of Day of the Daleks. Oh, right. Yeah. And we haven't done this for ages, but some alternative castings for you Ooh. now uh, for the role of Tekka. Can you see uh, any of these playing Tekka? Stephen Burkoff.
0: Yeah, I could see him playing it. I think it would be a, a much more sinister.
1: It would be, wouldn't it? Performance, yes. Yeah. Tom Chadbon.
0: No, I don't. I can't. He's, he's too nice.
1: He is. He is. Yeah. Um, Ronald Lacey, then.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even Tekka sounds like a Ronald yeah. Lacey character. Um, and then we've got Patrick Mower. Mm, no, I don't,
0: I don't. He could think do the smarmy
1: bits, I suppose. Yeah, but you know.
0: He, has, he hasn't. I don't know. He just. He wouldn't have. I don't think he would have the, uh, the, the sort of threateningness about
1: him. Okay. And finally, David Warner.
0: Oh, David Warner would
1: be good. Mm.
0: Funny enough, I just we're, we're, at the moment we're in the process of watching all the Hornblowers and uh, we just watched one last night with David Warner as the uh, mad ship's captain and my God, it's a mesmerising performance. Yeah, he would have been brilliant.
1: Yeah, he, he's good old David Warner, is he? good.
0: I'm, again, I've yet to see him in something that's poor.
1: No, no, Also,
0: he would have a good H.G. Wells connection with Nick from time after time. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, there's that. All right, uh, and that's it. That's us. That's us done. Yeah, yeah, Only
0: yeah. A, a thoroughly enjoyable one. Yeah, I
1: enjoyed that it. far far more than yeah. I thought I was going to, and I don't mind paying my six ninety nine either. Good. Yeah. We've had
0: a surprisingly. I mean, I'm a big fan of Colin Baker anyway, but we've had a surprisingly enjoyable time in the, with his Doctor. Yes, we
1: have. It? We have. Yeah, yeah. All right, next time it's down to me, isn't it, uh, for it the is, Seventh yeah. Doctor?
0: You've got to do a Seventh. Will it be, uh, will it be a, a misunderstood classic or an overblown, uh, you know, over-regarded story?
1: Well, I don't. I really don't know because this is another one that I haven't oh, seen since haven't transmission, seen? right?
0: Have you? Uh, do you own it? Or you I it?
1: own it, but I only own it because it was part of a box set that I had to buy earlier during this podcast in history.
0: Okay, let me let me think. I don't remember what stories we've done and what box sets. Um, No, you're going to have to give us a clue.
1: Here's a clue, and I think you'll get it. Um, I don't know if we'll have a sweet time talking about this one.
0: Oh, it's the Candyman.
1: It's the Candyman, yep.
0: Candyman can... I wouldn't put money on
1: it. (laughs) Well, let's find out. Yeah,
0: this is an intro run, because um, I've not watched uh, my DVD of this. Um...
1: So you've owned was, it all this time.
0: I've owned it all this time. I owned it on VHS, and I'm, I'm pretty certain I didn't watch it on that. I think I've only seen it on its transmission. Right. So this will be an interesting one, because this um, this was one I thought was, other than the Candyman himself, which you know, I thought was uh, a villain of, uh, of Adam West Batman-style genius. Um, the rest of it I thought was... And, and this is this is coming from me, who is 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 quite left-wing anyway. I thought it was a load of left-wing Namby Pamby, the worst type of writing that the eighties produced by these young, "I'm going to burn the world down and show them that socialism is right" type right things. So it'll be interesting. Ha, has my mellowing with age will I now see it in a new light? But I remember it as being utter shite.
1: See, I don't remember anything about it other than the Candyman. A vague memory of thinking, "Oh, this is crap," and wanting to really yep. quit. Uh, Sheila Hancock's in it, isn't she? I think yeah, she she's
0: doing. She's doing this terrible Margaret Thatcher.
1: Right, and there's sort of and there's a print. puppet dog. I know that yeah, as well.
0: Fifi. Well, we've met Fifi before, haven't we? We've seen in Fifi um,
1: in um, the uh,
0: Albert Square thing.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Dimensions in time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and to answer your, your, your pondering, uh, this was in the box set with Dragonfire. Oh, Oh, right. I got this when I had to get it for Dragonfire uh, a yes. few turns back.
0: This this could this, this could be an interesting one actually because yeah, will have we underestimated this? Because I know some fans absolutely love it and they they think this is like the pinnacle of of good storytelling.
1: Well, you know, this week, I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by, uh, you know, my reaction to the story uh, of something that I've, you know, just mentally dismissed as, oh, no, that's going to be terrible. Uh, maybe it will be the same two weeks running. So, yeah, come yeah, back in seven could, days. It could be.
0: It's also, I think it's only a three-part, isn't it? So.
1: I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't cracked it out the cellophane yet, so. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well. All right. Good stuff. In a week then. Um, it takes all yeah. sorts. Next week, doesn't it? So, yeah. We'll we did yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Okay. All right, folks. Nice. Yeah. Well, see you next week then. Right. Bye. Thanks, bye.